Hello to all of my friends. I am recording this podcast from out of the country right now. It is almost Christmas time and all of the other winter holidays that this time of year brings. And it is my wife's birthday this weekend. So we are on a little vacation to celebrate her. And we are in old Quebec in Canada. It is beautiful. It's old. All of the buildings are made of stone and some have beautiful fireplaces. We saw a few snowflakes earlier this weekend, and last night it snowed. There are so many little areas with restaurants and bars and shops, and everything is decorated for the holiday season. It is so quaint and cute, and we just love walking around all over the city. It just feels magical. I want to talk to you this week about how to visualize the you that will be the you in the future. I have talked before about starting new habits, about having goals, and about being your authentic self. But for this podcast, I want to talk about a very specific tool that you can use to help you move forward into the next version of yourself. Once you choose what that version will look like, I am currently reading the book 10-Minute Toughness, which explains the author system for using visualization as one part of a program when he coaches athletes. They use this system so that they can mentally practice the mindset and the actions that they need to have in those important moments during a game or in their sport when they want to perform at their best. I am really enjoying this book and especially thinking about how to use the one specific tool of visualization to help anyone perform in any situation in which they want to perform differently than they do right now. In the book, it explains that one minute of mental preparation or practice doing something for an athlete can equal many more minutes of actual physical practice on the field. That going through a picture reel of the highlights of what those actions look like and feel like and sound like can duplicate and even be better than the real thing as it shows up in the results in the end. So let me give you some ways in which my brain is thinking that this procedure or strategy can translate to. I am going to talk first about the example of weight loss. We all know that weight loss is a culmination of what happens to someone's body when they start thinking a different way, eating and drinking a different way, and incorporating a system of body movement or exercise into their life. However, we often approach the whole task of beginning a new program like this with dread and with our same old mindset that we have had since we gained the weight. Very often we are not suddenly motivated to exercise or excited about changing the foods that we eat or the amounts that we consume before we stop eating. But what if we approach the whole thing in a different way with a new mindset? What if we were feeling great about the new menu and then the new exercise plan? What if we thought about it in a different way 
in a motivated way. Now, I know that in the past, I have absolutely given the advice to not wait until you are motivated to start taking actions that you want to take. When I have talked about choosing your discomfort, I have said that you can either choose the discomfort of doing those things now or the discomfort later of not having taken those actions. This sounds like now I am talking about being motivated to do all of this instead of just doing it before you feel better. But the thing that this book got me thinking about is not the same as just waiting around to feel motivated. I don't want you to do that because waiting to feel motivated just never ever brings motivation. What the visualization tool does is get you to deciding where your destination is going to be exactly and then have you practice being there. Practice being there so vibrantly and full of detail that your brain is getting the experience as if it is really going through that experience in real life. I am thinking of it in a way that the closest thing that we know of to this would be hypnosis, something that gets your brain to believe something fully other than what your brain knows right now to be its reality. Here's a little experiment to show you something. Most of us, when we think about eating better, have a list of things we shouldn't eat or won't eat anymore. Let's say that we are going to stop eating cookies. There is one bakery near my house that makes these big almond macaroon cookies that are really chewy and I love a chewy cookie. Now, if I tell you not to picture a big chewy cookie, when I say not to think about a big chewy cookie and that you aren't gonna eat cookies anymore because it is no more cookies, so don't think about a cookie, what happens in your brain? most likely you just certainly pictured and thought about a big chewy cookie. It's really hard to get yourself to not think about something that you are doing some self-talk about not eating or not craving or not thinking about. The only way to successfully not think about something that you don't want to think about is to actively think about something else. So if I told you to picture a big salad and all of the details of that salad, how it looks, how it sounds when you're chopping it up and mixing it in the bowl, how it tastes, and you really closed your eyes and pictured it. And then I started talking about cookies. You could probably more easily block me out and keep thinking about the salad. So when you want to be successful in starting a diet or an exercise plan and you think about how you don't want to be when it is time to make a food choice or go out for a walk, then I want you to decide how you do want to be. How do you want to feel? How would you look to someone else who is watching you? What would you be thinking? How calm or excited would you be? What energy level works best for you? Once you decide what it looks like and how it feels, then you can begin practicing it. You can close your eyes, calm yourself by breathing, 
and then go through the part that happens before you make a choice for your body. Maybe you see yourself calm down and move slowly. Think about some specific healthy foods and remember how good they make you feel. You might identify the part of your body that feels good when you think about that. I can feel that deep in my core under my rib cage as a tightening or clenching, but not in a bad way, more like a strengthening feeling. Then you can imagine the scene through with the food choice that you make, the preparation, the eating, and even right through to the feeling that you have after your meal. When you do this exercise, you might have a mantra that you say to help guide you, such as, slow down, feel my body, make a choice that feels good in my body. For exercise, you might visualize the feeling that you want to feel when it is time to get ready to go for a run. You want to walk yourself in your mind through putting on the exercise clothes and the sneakers how you are feeling as you stretch out your muscles. Picture yourself going outside to get started and how the air feels as you go out the door. Visualize all of the sounds that you would hear and feel your breath. Go through the run and the post-run stretch, the glass of water and how you feel after. Your mantra might be breathe, smile, prepare, and just start. Whatever the action words are that you need to hear to get you to get going. If you are going to try it, do it every day. The visualization. Of course, being a new habit, you will probably have to set an alarm to do this or pair it with something else that you already do every day so that you always do it at the same time as your well-established habit. You can certainly do it more than once a day. You want the mantra to come to your mind very easily. As soon as you think about eating or about exercise, you want to train your brain in the same way you would want to train your brain to picture that salad instead of the cookie. Say that mantra so many times that when you hear anyone say the word exercise, that mantra, breathe, smile, prepare, and just start would just pop into your head. So I use diet and exercise as just the examples to teach this to you. But what I really want you to have the ability to do from this podcast and hearing this idea is to think about all of the other situations in your life that this can apply to. That is what I am thinking about. There are a million little ways in which we wake up every day and we decide to be the same exact person that we were yesterday. And some of those ways are based on how we would want to be as a person. But some of those things are just because it's easier to continue to be the same than it is to change any of our traits. We also believe that all of our traits are just part of us and they feel unchangeable. So for instance, if we think that we are quiet and shy, we don't wake up one day and just decide that now we are going to be outgoing and loud. We feel that quiet and shy is just who we are at our core 
and we don't see it as something that we can just change on a whim. But let's apply the visualization idea to this. Let's pretend that we do wake up one day and we don't want to choose to be quiet and shy. And that there is another way that we would like to be. We first would have to figure out exactly what the other way looks like, sounds like, feels like, and then we can practice that. We have to be able to decide all of those details and really think about them so that we can just put ourselves right into that movie in our mind and show us to ourselves so that our brain can believe that we can be different. If you think about how you have been in the past, then that is what your brain is going to think about. But if you show your brain a new way, then our brain will think about the new way because it really only likes to think about one thing at a time. It won't be able to hold both of those to be true and it won't think about both ways at the same time. So you can become the new version of yourself in your movie before you become that new version in real life. So I want you to come away from this thinking about your relationships, your job, your social interactions, your bravery, your habits, your hobbies, your mood, your health, your thoughts about yourself and anyone else in your world. How would you like to be? That might even be the hardest part, looking at all of the endless choices and just deciding what it is exactly that we want if we can pick anything. Some of us never ask ourselves what we want about anything. We have been raised to just take whatever it is that we have been given in life and say thank you and then keep your mouth shut and don't ask for more. Just appreciate whatever it is that you've got. So the idea of picking out what you want and being able to choose anything sounds quite daunting. So pick just one area of your life to start with and just pick one thing that you want to change a little or a lot. It's up to you. And then make your mind movie and pick your mantra. Go through it in your mind often and see where you end up. Once it works for one thing, then pick another. The possibilities are endless. You are always becoming the future version of you, whether you like it or not. So you might, may as well choose what you will be on purpose. If you want to learn more about this, come join me in my new program called Rebrand Yourself. Go to www.katebixler.com to get all of the details and to sign up for this. I can't wait to hear about what changes you are making and what the first one that you choose is. So please share it with me if you use this. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Love you.